When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Footballistic, the Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to Football Distinctly Arsenal. Sorry, uh, Tom Rosenthal, who is here after seven years, <laughs> seven year absence now, after uh, absence for a while, uh, is here and he's, he's the only one of us wearing headphones. Oh no, Sammy's wearing Sammy Mopoulos as well from the Daily Mail, actual football journalist Sammy Mopoulos, Tom Rosenthal, actual comment, comedian, actor, legend, currently appearing in two sitcoms on TV, roughly at the same time, Plebs and Friday Night Dinner, and sidekick Psychic Josh is here. No further explanation needed. No explanation needed. I did meet actual psychic Simon last week, after whom you're named, from Alan Partridge. Yeah, Tim Key. In in his psychic Simon role. Yeah. How was that? Very exciting. Incredibly exciting. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, Thanks. Uh, Welcome, Tom. Thank you. (laughs) Am I too loud in the headphones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds awful. That's why I don't wear headphones. very loud. God. Yeah, I didn't. I got told to wear them. Now I'm I'm just not wear them. Oh, you absolutely don't have to. Oh, I got a little nod. Oh, you got a knob? Yeah, you can, you can adjust, yeah, adjust the volumes. Oh, well, the wonders of technology. Yeah. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for coming back. Um, there's a, yeah, we put a picture. A picture was put up on our Footballistic Arsenal Facebook page of you seven years ago doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? And you're still staunchly with us. Thank God for that. Did you say staunchly. I mean, I'm, this is the first time I've been on all season, but I, I'm but still, I am here now. I, yeah, you're here And now. I was there seven years ago. That is so the main thing. No. Exactly. Sam, Sam has been coming on for years as well. Yeah, but also, this is, my, this is my season debut. Season debut. Yeah. Welcome. Um, we should say we still we've only got like one more left. We're still sponsored for the season by Labrooks, aren't we, Josh? I believe so. I've not been told otherwise. Bet Arsenalpodcast.net, I think, from from memory. You'll see all the yeah. whatever. This is our thirty third pod of a season. Christ. Can you believe that. Unbelievable. One more to one more to go, which I won't be here for. Certainly yeah, next yeah. Monday. You Never bastard. Mind. Absolute right. bastard, leaving me in the lurch. It's usually you that's got um, you know, reasons not to be here. But, I've only missed but there a couple. We go. Only missed two. You've well, missed not. four. Oh my god! All got right, all the stats. Got the got stats. It all there. It's on a spreadsheet. Blimey! I was being expected to be attacked by bald stats at this stage. I think 30, 30 plus pods in a season. You've done very well. Boy. Thank you. 
Yes. It's like um, appearances. You're on Wikipedia because only appearances yeah, 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 yeah. on the main season. Exactly. Now you got you did you did you go to Madrid, Sammy? Yes. So you all three went to Madrid. I didn't go to Madrid. I watched it on You were saving for the final. I was saving for the final. <laughs> even though I predicted we'd never get through to the final. I didn't and I think we wouldn't win, we'd never win. So I was right about that. Um but uh you so you can all talk about that experience for a start. Tom bought a very nice baseball cap. I, yeah, I got a hat on just for the <laughs> listeners' uh, benefit. Was which... that? Hang on, for for those that honestly, it says Espanol on it. Was that purchased on Thursday? Yeah, yeah it's from Madrid. Love it that. says Espanol on it twice. It uh, does say twice. Yeah, just in case you didn't get it the first time, it's <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a nice sort of blue hat with a Spanish flag on. Which, if you don't know, is well, when we reflect on the photo in 2025, we can see you were wearing yeah. this hat. Maybe you'll still have it. Yellow stripe in the middle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I look forward to putting the hat on the Facebook group. And uh, just, you know, comment and let me know if you like it, guys. Sammy's got a baseball cap as well, where it's, which says fresh something. Fresh ego, kid. Fresh ego, kid? Yeah. What's that? I don't even... It, it's, a, it's a brand that I was roped into really? by a friend, yeah. Wow. And uh, I think it's okay. Yeah, no, it's good. Fresh ego, kid. Suit white. I've got my Nike blue and blue and white yeah. shirt, which I... Which, yeah. And uh, Josh hasn't. Anyway, more importantly, we've got the Madrid thing to talk about. I'm not getting into the final of the Europa League but and we've got Wenger Day Mercy Wenger we, we were all there for that at the Emirates on Sunday Tom I know you shed a tear I did at what point exactly I did you shed that tear oh it's a good point I, it was just halfway through his speech when he was mumbling on about values and all the special things that you know he brought to the club and he, like, he values the club for and he thinks all the fans have and it it really did make me quite sad um, but I do cry at adverts and stuff as well, so it's not. I don't. I'm not saying I'm like a hardcore Arsenal fan. I just it was just a sort of a pretty sad old man uh, who, who you know had given me so much, and he's sort of he's like a father figure for a lot of us, I think. Mm. And I always really loved the way that he spoke about the club as a representation of the community and a representation of an ethos, um, which I think is missing in lots of football. And I've always been really proud to support Arsenal because he's. He's brought that that intellect and that uh, philosophy and that kind of honour in, in in his intention. And seeing him up there standing there saying, you know, I really tried to do that, and thank you to this club for letting me do that. It it made me it made me cry like a little baby. <laughs> well, you are we actually like sobbing like yeah. tears, not just yeah. a tear. Well, it's just lots were coming. Oh, up. Really? But honestly, I I I, I, I get going at anything, mate. Like feel like you know. Yeah, any wedding. Cocoa. I don't even know the person. Yeah. Oh, really? I'll, I'll just cry. It's <laughs> pathetic. Yeah. Okay. Did you have the T-shirt on, boy? Did everyone have yes, the T-shirt on? Yes, I did don It was a bit of an interesting T-shirt. I've been reflecting on this. Uh, yeah. It was like no size. It was like it was fitted everyone, Yeah. And it, but it wasn't big. It wasn't well, like a fat man's T-shirt. Mine said XL on it. Yeah, exactly. The red one. But, well, the red I was one. wearing it. I was like, this, I could get away with this. Yeah. It didn't look like it was no, an it extra large t shirt. No, I don't know that. how they did that. They made maybe like the, 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 the torso bit of it yeah. was quite, but the sleeves were yeah. thinner. I just thought that was very impressive that they had a sort of a genuine one size fits all t shirt, which, which seems theoretically coming. impossible. Yeah. It would have been very different, difficult for them to take orders. Like, if we'd have all had an email, <laughs> going, would you like a small, medium, yeah. large, and they'd gone around on our yeah. seats and, and put it out as we wanted? Important people got a white one, didn't they, with the twenty-two on yeah, the back, yeah. which was I, I that saw was that. staff, surely, rather than important I, people. Well, I saw some people. Well, wouldn't you have had one, Boyd, as an well, important person? I, well, I'm, I'm sadly not that important. I went because I spent the first half in our normal seats on club. I had the ultimate elitist experience of the game, so mm-hmm. I went to club level normal seats, and we're moving next year to another bit of club level. So it was the final game for us in our normal seats. We've been in for like 11, 10, 11 years, and then for the second half, we moved to a box on the other side um, because well, Holly Willoughby. 
who is hosting, hosting the ball. Thursday's big charity ball, mm. she had a box for this. So Dan Baldwin, who we always go with anyway, so Dan invited us to go to their box. As we, we didn't did. want you there for the pre-match. No, no, no. We wanted to sit in our own normal seats for the first oh. half. Yeah, so it was, all, it was. It was. So we wanted, but their box was closer to the action when the presentations and all that. So it's quite nice to be there. And also, we saw like I'll go, I'll go into all, all kinds of exciting things. But I saw people wandering around in that white twenty-two what, thing. So Holly, Holly Willoughby got a white t-shirt, and you didn't. Is that she didn't. Point? No, we got all red. We all, all had red ones in our box. But I saw other people in other boxes close by with the white, with yeah. the white. And maybe they might have been friends of players or all something. All your staff had white ones. All the staff, all, like the yeah. media, all the media staff had white right. ones. Is it true in the press box they had the red? T-shirts. Yeah, we all give, we all we're all given t-shirts. What have you done with yours, Sammy? Mine's just on the back of a chair somewhere. I've had a, a lot of mates have asked me, "Can I have it? Can I have it?" So it's uh, they are in demand. Yeah, yeah they are on eBay. I yeah. mean, oh, are they? Massive yeah. numbers. I'm told. Yeah. How much as are they are, going for? Well, well, let's have a look. I'll carry on talking. <laughs> as is the program. So the other thing is, when did you when we arrived? So we get a free programming club level. And, right, and stop um, rubbing it in. You got yeah. a keyring as well, didn't you? You got free. Well, ah, and I want to ask a bit about this, Sammy, because yeah, there was apparently like lovely keyring in a box that, but I didn't get one. I wasn't given. Who gave those out? When were they given? out um, well just before the game I did not get, get one we were there for ages oh. we, got, we got there earlier than we've yeah. ever been before I Tom. feel like I could have taken a lot of merchandise to this game and made a lot of money just like yes. said in like a Wenger pencil sharpener or whatever <laughs> <laughs> idiots like yeah, why has he got a sharpener not me oh, give me, a, give me the, a sharpener the queues to get a programme after the game yeah. are extraordinary I've never yeah. seen anything like before it before and after how many but, did you buy we got additional? given. Yes, we, I know you got given. We took, well we done. Got two each. We took two each. Apparently, yeah. the took club took are going to print some more, though. Yeah, they're going to print some more. Exactly. Well, that exactly. would devalue all of us. Yes. Yeah, but quite right. I, it, took, it, I bought three. Yeah, okay. You bought three. <laughs> well, you know, it's an investment. <laughs> well, no. Ben, ben, ben Winston, formerly of his parish, he texted me and said, "Well, I, I need one." Of course. And then I was there with my fiance, and we just got one each. So, nice. yeah, purchased three. Oh, yeah. There were people I saw getting eight, ten, twelve. Wow. Yeah, I only got a spare one for our mate who normally comes. Tom from the editors normally comes, and he he was he's away, so we got one for him. Um, but yeah, it was it was, uh, but it was the key ring thing. That's why I was devastated about that because Jeff Arsenal put took a picture put a picture of it on um, yeah. on uh, or oh, Darren sorry Darren Arsenal put took, put a picture of it on Twitter, and I was like, where does that where does that come from? Now I'm gonna. Yeah, you I'm going to phone them up. Yeah, I'm phoning up club level off. man. Go on, how much are they going for? Well, I mean, the, there are genuinely T-shirts on here, including the team sheeting program with bids of sixty pounds plus. What? Wow! Yeah, T-shirts alone. Tom's getting on there. Thirty-five. What size does it say the T-shirts are? Well, there's one here with a T-shirt only seventy-eight pounds had eleven bids on it. Nineteen hours of bidding left. What makes it a special edition? Well, it's the edition that everyone... It's, got. it's what, not the white one. It's not special. No, the red no, one. the red one. Okay. Oh, I haven't looked so up if there's any white <laughs> yeah, ones. Yeah, check out the white one. They're the one. Yeah. These boys already put us a bid on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I buy them off for a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go, Sammy. You can make, uh, make yeah. some money if you yeah. fancy it. There you go. Um, I want the key ring. Is there you know, any key rings going? I'll, I'll check out the about you on that one. My favourite bit in the, in the uh, whole in the Wenger speech was at the end when he said and I quote I would like to finish with one single word I will miss you mm. actually four words Tom as I know you're yeah. being, being a pedant for the English language I did think I mean it was it just felt like a bit of an old guy <laughs> I, I, when that I don't know whether it was emotion because I mean it was a funny moment in the stadium when everyone thought it was getting really emotional and it's just the mic cutting out yeah yeah and, and he had to be given like, the other oh, mic keep going yeah. and he's like I'm trying yeah. the microphone doesn't work yeah exactly <laughs> and it did someone else he's, pointed out the other weird thing about it Sammy is, is is the whole event kind of petered out so in in a weird like it did, there was no finish so he mm. did his speech which was beautiful and I shed a tear as well particularly when he said I will miss you I thought it was lovely and then, um, then he went round the pitch in, in the lap of honour with the players and stuff. And then when they arrived back at base, back at the 
what, what, yeah, just, he just went. It just well, yeah. no, he stood there, but he had, did an interview with Sky, yeah. which uh, which I watched back afterwards, and then he just fizzled out, and there was no like sure. right to go now, everyone, and people like started milling out. It was a really weird ending. I mean, it was brilliantly that, done. That exit was very slow. It, it, yeah, know, some people. It was almost like once a player's been around to your block, it was kind of like right your time. It's like people were leaving in their in their blocks. Yeah. The, mid, the middle of it was really good, but I think the beginning and the end really sucked. Like when <laughs> the two condom balloons came on the pitch, and oh, I was like, what's balloons. going on here? Yeah. And then the sort of like the letters <laughs> bobbing onto the pitch, like sort of Super Mario characters or whatever. And I was like, what's going on? It was that saying it was said it. They said it backwards, so it was like, sem crap, mass, what? What does this mean? Surely they could have come out of a bag or something. Like, why did they have to walk on with, with, with the backwards words? <laughs> no, it was, right. I was the, just the impressed. The blip blocked my view. The blip blocked your view? They were because, see-through, weren't they? No, but when they were lowered, until they were raised, and oh, then you I saw see. the image of Arson. Oh. So for the whole first bit of this presentation, Bob Wilson, I couldn't see a thing oh. from the back of block 12. Thank God we Didn't have your box. lovely view from your yeah, box. We had a great view. Great view from the Food box. and program. I like the translucent giant Wenger face, though. Yeah. That had created mm. a very nice effect mm. kind of thing over, over the... Uh... No, as I said, I think the middle was really, <laughs> the middle, was really yeah. good. Like... Did you wear your T-shirt in the press? <laughs> no. I know you're no, not an no, Arsenal. Did you know, be unprofessional? Did anyone? No, no one wore it. Everyone's taking them home, though. No one, eBay. No one disregarded <laughs> them, put it that way. But no, no one... Uh, I can't recall it. Not even... No, no one did. Because there no are some did. Arsenal fans amongst the journalists. Yeah, in there. there's yeah. a few. Amy Lawrence. Amy Lawrence. Yeah. Is John Cross officially an Arsenal John fan? Cross is yeah, a, is John Cross is a... John now Cross he, is a fan. Now, was it the press conference after the game where he gave the bottle of wine? Yes. So the, that uh, was nice. The Football Writers Association, have, uh, we've, we've, we've chipped in and to get him a, a nice bottle of wine. Um, and he uh, he seemed to he seemed to appreciate the gesture at the end. You never you never can quite tell with, with, with Arsenal. He's, he, you know, he, he's, a good, he's just as good an actor as he is. Uh, a manager, but um, yeah, he said he said some nice words, and but you, you get the you still get the impression with with Arsene that he, 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 he hasn't processed it yet. Right. He hasn't processed that he's this is it. You're, yeah. You're, you're, yeah, you're leaving, and I think um, obviously this week and the Huddersfield game, it might be, it might eventually hit him. Yeah, and we'll see how he takes that. Well, oh, I think he admitted that, didn't he? He said like he had to, he had to, he needed time to sit yeah. by himself and kind of digest it and, yeah. and watch a few French third division games, obviously, at the same time. Um, did you? I, I don't like to slag off your colleagues, but I have yeah. to say, on um, did you watch Sunday Supplement on Sunday Supplement? Thingy, you host it from what's his name? Um, the Sun. From the Sun, yeah. Neil Ashton. Neil Ashton, thank you. Neil Ashton said in, they, they talked about Reagan right at the end, and it was he, first of all he was almost like making fun of the fact that it was yet another goodbye to Wenger. And I was like, well, it is his last home game. That is a big deal. So he was kind of slightly taking a bit out of that. And then he said, he, oh, his big question was, and they had like five minutes to go, was will the fans stay at the end for the presentation? I was like, of course they will. Yeah. I thought that was such a ridiculous thing to say. There was, there was in his defence, um, there was some stuff floating around, wasn't there, social media. I'm not saying he was saw it, it but right. some supporters saying, oh, you know, I'm just going to go. Uh, I'm going to go at the, at the full time, oh. but it was great. They, they didn't, did yeah, they? Everyone no. stuck around, and it, it was, was yeah. Uh, but that would have been a, that would have been an absolute disaster. Yeah, if... but I never thought that would happen for for a second. Right? No. And there was other, and of course, Ollie Holt tweeted about how you know, kind of sarcastically saying, you know, everyone's been venger out, venger out, and then suddenly their mercy are saying like we're all hypocrites, but. That's you took a, issue with that. I took issue with it. A lot of people took issue. I took issue with it before I'd seen that about a thousand other people took, took an issue with it as well. I did think that was a completely glib thing to say because, of course, you can think that the idea that you can't think that it's been time for him to go for at least a couple of years, as I do, mm. and also be incredibly grateful for his everything that he's done for the last 22 years and given us some of the greatest moments of our lives, you can't have those two things 
believe those two things is I found incredible. No, it's wrong. <laughs> it's okay. wrong. And I mean, everyone has had a girlfriend or a boyfriend that they know they should end it with, but they just like them. And then they keep going, and then they're sad when it ends, but they're so happy when it ends. It's the exact same thing, isn't it? Yeah. You still cry, even if you was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that I thought arson was a nightmare. Right, just like that clip. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's obviously it's a silly thing to say, and they're just trying to wind us up, and we can just let it, we should let it be, Boyd. Thank you. Don't yeah. get annoyed about it. Very wise thought, yeah, that's true. And it was, and it was um, I mean, the performance, it's, uh, saying goodbye to Per Massacre was the other thing. Some, another, someone else said, another full journalist said in their piece, that there was ironic cheers for him. When he, you know, but I thought it was completely opposite of ironic. We, were, we love Per, don't we? Everyone loves yeah. the BFG, and it's like, there were completely non-ironic cheers for him just because he's a great man. Not I'd him. agree with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was. I don't think there was any irony behind the behind the behind the ovation for for Per Matsaka at all. I think like Wenger, you know, he's past his best probably Per Matsaka, and you know he's, he's yeah. retiring. And I think it was an appreciation of you know thanks for everything you've done with us. You know, he, you know he he okay. They've not won an awful lot. They've not performed particularly well while he's been in the team, but he has helped kind of steady a, a ship. That has been rocking, yeah. Um, over the past two, three, four seasons from from whenever he joined, so I think you know he was he was an appreciation of of that. But yeah, I'm not sure if he'll go down in history as one of uh, Arsenal's greatest centre halves. Big yeah. Arsenal fan, wasn't his brother used to go to the games? And yeah, that. like he's, he's sort of. I think the fan base really did, did take to him. Yeah, he's everyone's an Arsenal fan, aren't yeah, they? He's an absolute fan. For- <laughs> Every time everyone, everyone's like, oh, I used to, you know, we saw an Arsenal. There's a picture appears of him. At, where, or for whichever signing holding an Arsenal shirt. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but his brother got on the bus to away games. Like, that's <laughs> oh, not he? a nice oh, okay. experience. Right, he right, would go okay. to away games and cheer with, you know, uh, the worst of the worst go to Arsenal away games. Yeah. And I am frequently one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're happy to mix with them and uh, be a murtersacker amongst that, then I, I think uh, the What's fans... his brother's name? I've got no idea. Oh. Presumably think- Mertesacker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the first name. Johan Mertesacker. I hope I've not yeah. just made that up as a spurious myth. No, no, no. I think you're right. I've heard that as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was nothing I want to come about that. Like, no. I don't, it's annoying that people have a go at Arsenal fans for getting on the fans, the team's back too soon. And then when there is just a genuine celebration yeah. of someone who is a hero, they're like, oh, they're doing it ironically, or they're all going to leave. It's like, no, we can be good fans sometimes. And it's a very, very good show of Arsenal fans at that a beautiful, beautiful day. It was the and greatest show of Arsenal fans, I think, actually, in the end. And I, and I think it, it kind of actually proved in the end, without, um, this is going to sound slightly um, smug of me, I'm trying to word it in a way that isn't, but it, I felt it proved... I don't, I'm not trying to be divisive, but I think it proved what a lot of us have been saying, which is that if he'd have left at the peak, you know, after the last mm. FA Cup victory or the one before, then it would have been even more wonderful. That and you know, and, and, and announced yeah. that he was going, you could have had that day after an even more momentum, you know, after winning a trophy or something. So it just for me, everything that happened brought the fans were united, yeah. underlined that he, going in this in this way, announcing it before and not being dragged kicking. Well, I think he was being dragged kicking and screaming probably, but. At least with a nice yeah. exit like that has been what we've all craved for exactly. like years. The massive the Wenger, the Wenger out people. I mean, people have got like, accusing them of being poisonous and negative, but I think they just went what's best for the club, and they just wanted to celebrate this man. Yeah. But they thought he should go, and and their people had different ways of expressing that. Some people didn't go to the game. Some people protested with banners. Some people just supported yeah. the team. But actually, everyone just wanted that. Yeah. What we experienced, yeah. which is exactly. like. Uh, you know, a really nice catharsis for a yeah. beautiful period in the club. Even just seeing the Emirates full, you, you've know. sort of forgotten what it's like yeah. just to see every seat taken, yeah. 
complete unity. It's a chanting long time since game, we heard not only chanting, but mm. you know, to, to hear one Arsene Wenger. It's, yeah. You sort of forget how long it's been. That used to be every home game. Um, so that was at least, you know, if there was sadness and emotion at seeing him go, there was kind of a, you know, a point into the, what it could be in the future. Um, yeah. And, you know, in terms of Arsene's, you know, speech, maybe there was something slightly telling in that, you know, firstly he insisted it was sort of Bob Wilson and, and Pat Rice who came to that presentation. There was absolutely zero acknowledgement for anyone on the current board. There was no... Thank you to the. Well, Chips owner. Keswick was there, wasn't he? Yeah, but there was he, no. He, you know, fine. And he got booed, and, and then he got they booed. showed. Stan Can you imagine Kronke, if Cronk had been on the pitch? They, they basically had to put someone and went, well, we'll put an old Chips Keswick. He's not going to get that big a, you know, terrible reaction. But I think, you know, and I know Sammy's alluded to some of what he's been, been writing and I've seen on his social media. I think, sadly, from, from what I understand, you know, there's a real complete breakdown in the, in the last few weeks. Wenger's furious at, at what's happened. And that was kind of the speech he wanted to give to totally not acknowledge them and to, to thank the fans. And I think inviting David Dean into the thanked, box... And he was, thanked David Dean in the press conference. Well, that was the, yeah. the that one was that's yeah. sticking a finger up, basically, yeah. to the current boys. Yeah. Game. Well, He's he, not thanking Gazidis, Because is it? Dean's not the most popular man on, you know, with the current board. Mm. Obviously, what happened there. I think that was almost his final salute to the board. Well, F you, you're getting rid of me. I'll make sure the one man that always stuck by me and was loyal to me is is there front and centre in the. Box. I feel that's a bit sad, isn't it? That you can't see that. I mean, I can see. I, who knows what I've you know how how it was done, and I mean, you probably do know how it's done, rough maybe. But I, I feel like him being angry that he's been removed. Like he's this. angry. He's, a bit, he's angry. I'm, I can yeah. see it, but in, but it, he should be embracing it, shouldn't he? I feel like you know, come on. No one does that. How can he embrace it after you know? Because you're talking about you know, you think it's all so lovely that he's. You know, it's come now and there's unity between the fans. Yeah. It's certainly not what he wanted. I think I think the, the, the biggest thing that he was I think the biggest thing that he was annoyed about was I think he was railroaded. It all happened so quickly, the announcement. It was he was told on he was told on a Tuesday, I think yeah, he was told on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday that um Arsene, thanks for your time, but you will be going either way. Well, at the end of the at the end of the season, mm. um, the board were then the board were then told they had an emergency meeting. The, the board were then told um, the night after, so it was the Thursday night, and then on the Friday morning, um, obviously uh, the news broke, and it, it it all happened so quickly for Arsene. And I think that's probably one oh, of his right. one of his biggest gripes is, is that is that he, you know he he didn't have time to sort of stage manager situation it was just like boom this is what's happening yeah deal with it yeah and I don't know what you guys think but I, I, I listen I think it was time for him to go but why not just make the announcement maybe at the give him the give him the Europa League give him the Europa League to get through I know you've you've not got through to the yeah. to the final one I understand that now yeah. but you know what, uh, what, would ha- what would happen if he had won the, if he had got to the final but, won it got him back into the Champions League and then well you just send him on his merry way but don't you think they, they wanted to avoid the danger of that situation they, maybe maybe they it. always wanted him to leave the end of the season and it's got to a point where you go Christ it might be a difficult PR event yeah, if I'll it get does it. get us to fight so we've got to actually nip him before that first leg because what if we win the first leg 3-0 people you know will be massive favourites to go on mm. and win it so I think they've just got in there before that's it. even a possibility but yeah, I agree that, with you I, th- I think it well, was it was just you know it, almost given no time to react but I think thank god I think they must have realised I mean think of think of the tedium of last year with the you know I think when you leave it up to him 
clearly. He's too indecisive and too... Yeah. He wouldn't have gone, would he? I mean, he, effectively... Well, he did, yeah, he did. He wouldn't have gone. If, metaphorically, he has been removed. Had, you know, fingers kind of scraping down his desk. You know, yeah. and because there was no other way, I think. From, you know, so I kind of... Actually, I think it's probably the best thing they could have done. I think it's the best thing they could have done because... Mm. Even if you won the Europa League, it still would have been a, that would have been an even more glorious exit. But it still feels to the fans, maybe not to him right now, but to up to me, it feels like this was the best way because we had time to prepare. We had time to prepare our thoughts. They had time to prepare their lovely farewell. Mm. You know, if they hadn't waited, if they hadn't announced it, you wouldn't have even got that, would you? So, I, I do mm. think if there was any way we were going to get past Atletico Madrid, it was being inspired by the fact that Wenger was going as well. They're such a better team than us. Oh. Yeah. I think it was actually quite a oh. clever idea to go, well, this is your last chance to play for Wenger. We're still doing bloody work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk more. We should talk about um, who may replace him, the current situation, um, uh, after this quick break. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back from the break. So do you have do you anything else we want to say before we get move on to the, the future about the Wenger day, as I'm calling it, Mercy Wenger day? I sta- oh, I was in, when we were in the second half, I was sat in the box, clearly next to Aubameyang's mates. Like because that. every time, first of all, I recognised one of them from his Insta account. Uh, this brilliantly stylish guy. Now, bearing in mind, he's wearing these incredible, like, 70s um, shades and, um, like, torn jeans and all that. And he was wearing an orange puffer jacket. Bearing in mind, it was about 95 degrees. I thought that was a bold fashion mm. move. And then every time he touched the ball, they were massively excited. And when someone didn't pass him the ball, they got really angry. <laughs> like, there was loads of moments where he did these good runs. And it was brilliant watching them. They were completely obsessed with him. And then another great moment was when Lauren Koscielny arrived... In, on, in our area on his crutches yeah. and walked down walked, after we got a massive round of applause from everyone it was quite nice quite moving moment Anyone, any other sort of show busy people you've spotted no that was about it I think yeah but that was enough for me yeah, okay. yeah. you so, must be sad you're not going to this <laughs> foundation ball I am well, I've been a couple of times before it's a brilliant night because you, yeah. you get to you get to. You must have have you been to the, the charity ball night yeah, I think I have yeah uh, I think you have yeah it's when yeah when all the no, the, no, 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 not that one, not that one, not sorry, that one. sorry. Oh, okay. I've been right. to Bob Wilson's one, the, the oh, London yeah. Football Awards, right. and the Willow Foundation one, yeah. not the yeah. Arsenal I one. I know the Arsenal one, it is great, because you do get to mingle with, are you, are you going? So? Um, no, it's the football, know. is it on Thursday? Yeah. Yeah, it's the Football Writers Night, oh, night okay. so yeah, oh, okay. clashes, yeah. yeah. It is brilliant, because you get to, you know, the players have to mingle with you, with yeah. everyone That's there, where you've got all your photos of Mesut Ozil. Exactly, I've got forced to. Yeah, I forced Mesut to get photos. I'd love to force him to get Is he going to show up for that event? Well, I thought he hadn't even shown up yesterday, and I actually was telling my mates because I couldn't see him at all, and because he, he was wearing he was wearing a baseball cap, wasn't he? Mm, yeah. So you, I couldn't see him anywhere. Not the same one as Tom. So I was Different like, cap. not no white. It was very whole, it was in a whole all white outfit, including baseball cap, and I didn't recognise at all. So I was like being furious that he hadn't shown up at all. To I was thinking that was outrageous. It, of course he was there, it, can, but for not to not play does underline the whole the famous Martin Kian rant about. Can you um, can you shed any light on why he's not playing? Because it seems like every third game is a different minor issue. Yeah, I I can only gauge from uh, from what I've heard from the training ground. There, there is, and it was actually on. The, there, there was there was a on the back page of the Sun today, wasn't there? A story about players. Well, I don't know if you saw it, but players being, um, should we say, annoyed at Ozil for picking and choosing yeah. what yeah. games, given that he's he earns significantly more than anyone else does yes. at the football club or ever has at the football club. That he um, he backs out. I think I think I think that maybe the back injury is 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 genuine, but I don't think it's 
big enough to 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 rule him out of the rest of the season. So the the the, the anger and the, the the anger from the from from his teammates is that well look you can't just play in the games at the meaningful games. You've got to you've got to see it out. You've got to play at Leicester. You've got to play at Huddersfield because you are earning two hundred and fifty grand more than I am. What what gives you the right to back out? You know, back out of those, back out of those trips. And um, they always use the phrase "he's ill." What, That's the weird. Yeah, like, he's been ill it. about three or yeah, four times right. this season. Yeah, hasn't but it? and always at rather minor like games that aren't. He's always at the big games. Yeah, that's the suspect. And Martin Kiam alluded to it in his BT Sport rant after the Madrid game, but that, which was one of the great. Did you watch? Did you see that? Tom? Yeah. No, I've not no. seen. It. I don't want to see it. He <laughs> <does that. laughs> because Kiam was one of the people on the pitch yeah. at the end of a game. Yes. Yeah, yeah. we must have steered steer clear. Yeah. Person, yeah. But Arsenal's, I think Arsenal's created that monster because he's allowed him to get, because he's so fearful of confrontation with his players, mm. he's allowed him to get away with, oh, you know, I've got a dodgy, I've got a dodgy ankle, I've got a dodgy, little, I've got a little back niggle, I'm yeah. going to back out this weekend. And he lets him get away with it. Yeah. And I think that, the reason, I think the reason the club want a, from what I'm told, the reason the club want a disciplinarian or to, to have that as one of the next manager's traits is to eradicate that yeah, that kind sure. of laissez-faire attitude um, at the training ground because at the moment it's exactly what it is. Yeah. So what? yeah, talking about the next manager, yeah. so I, I got, got some to... information oh, go on. which has come from uh, a source direct from someone on the, on the board, so someone who's spoken to someone on the board, saying there is a short list of four that, that, that are genuinely being considered, which is Vieira, Arteta... Joachim Lowe and Allegri. And that Josh Cronkay is pushing for a younger manager. Oh, and the rest, the, board, the rest of the board are, are pushing Allegri. So, I mean, maybe not, you know, groundbreaking, but that's the four. And uh, that's pretty confident that it will, come from, some ground. it will come for from me. one of those four. But sound... Allegri's moved massively in the betting in the last couple of days, which, you know, is, we've already had about five different favourites for this market since the news broke. But Allegri's gone like even money, so that... You feel there's got to be some, you know, something to it. So we'll see, I guess, in the next couple of weeks. There is, um, I'd, I'd concur with that. I'd, I'd, I think that's bang on the money. I think, um, I think there's two trains of thought, isn't there, with, with, uh, within the within the hierarchy and within the board. Uh, one is let's go, let's go young, let's go the European model. And I think that's 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 the route Gazidis want to go down. Gazidis and and, and the Kroenke want to go down. That's getting a younger manager. Uh, sorry, a young head, a younger head coach, and we'll do all the recruitment for him. Malleable, yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. Um, the other trainer thought, which, I, um, from what I understand, it, which comes from the um, the Ra- the Raul Sanley uh, point of view, is they need someone with character, but with a with a big profile, a high profile, yeah. i.e., an Allegri. And in Enrico, I don't think Enrico is going to be possible because of his wage demands. But someone of that ilk who can go in there and have the instant respect right. of of the players and crack the whip. Um, at the moment, I don't think they've decided uh, in what direction they want to go to. I think they are committed to the to the process of speaking to everyone they want to speak to. Mm. But um, the four names that uh, that Josh has just um, um, said there would I would I would agree with those. Tom, which way which way are you going? If you are you going down the uh, uh, 
looks like we're being sold Allegri as the thing and he's not because he wants too much money and he wants too much power and we'll put like Arteta in charge or something like that. That's what I'm sniffing. Because they're paying too much money to all the, the people in the suits. Isn't that Barcelona guy, that Raul bloke, he's expensive. Yeah. We've, got, we've got all these new jobs we didn't used to have. We yeah. just used to go to Arsene. <laughs> I oh, think money's I, an issue, though. I think money will be will be a factor. Uh, but Allegri's not on that much, is he? No, know, I think he'd be obtainable. But he'd want... I don't know how much he's on, but he'd want yeah. a pay rise. Sure. He'd want a pay rise, whereas a Vieira or an Arteta... Yeah. Um, you, but, could, you could get for a, for but, a relatively low amount. Right. For me, the issue is if they're only... If it's true that the, the, the other rumour is they only, they've only got 50 million to spend, which I find completely unbelievable anyway. I mean, that's, you know, that's painfully ridiculous... An Allegri or a an Allegri's not going to stand for that. He's not going to want. He's going to want to budget. I don't know why you. I, it's, I'm still in the way. I know we had this sort of last week. It's a very attractive job, and it's fifty million. But you get an opportunity to come in, get rid of players, and free up some wages and free up some money. There was some. You could. I, I. I had this on the way back from Madrid, which was a, a very you know somber three or four hours home, and you know on the sport options flight which was like left 1.30am from Madrid we were basically going through our starting 11 you can kind of make arguments eight of them might not be there next year we're going to have a new goalie no one's regressed like Bellerin Koscielny is now constantly injured and Mustafi is a massive question but Xhaka divides opinion like no other Ramsey one year left on his contract doesn't want to sign could so go. it's just your argument that, that, that managers no, will saying, want to come. I don't, I don't I'm saying yeah, they're going to free up weight. There's going to be more than 50 million maybe I'll spend because you can get rid of some of these players. Yeah, there, there, there is some what, what stat I, I, I saw recently that like our, our, our net spend, the amount of money that we get back off transfers is like is criminal really. Like We're sort of 11th in the league for the amount of money we make from transfer sales. Right. Whereas you know the amount we spend is, is equal to everyone else. So actually if we start doing that sensibly then there is a big transfer budget. It's just the argument is we've been spaffing money on Way, like no other team because Wenger's just been going on oh, watch a couple of tapes and be like yeah it'll do yeah. <laughs> well then if, we're, if we keep buying people like Mavropoulos for a couple of million then that 25 that, that'd be 25 Mavropoulos okay. we can buy if Allegri doesn't come if Allegri does come you'll be proved right fine I agree with you that, that the attraction of Arsenal is so enormous in every single way that it can't possibly be conceived that someone might not want to come but if he doesn't come and they, then, then there's an obvious reason why. I don't know maybe and they'll the, go the, down not the road quite of an Arteta or a Vieira a bit younger more malleable like you say I think we will. I, I don't think Allegri is going to be our manager. <laughs> they like Allegri. That, the, the, there, was, there was a lot of talk about Allegri last year, wasn't there, when we thought Wenger might yeah. might, might yeah. walk at the end of the season. I do know that um, the board um, felt like Allegri was using them as leverage for more money and for more power at Juventus. So I wonder, I don't know, I wonder if that mm. will be a factor this year. Um, but... Mm. Needs must, isn't it? You've been watching the Netflix documentary, haven't you? Yeah. The first team Juventus. Yeah, comes across great. Do you like that? Yeah. Oh, it's a bit Americanised. It's a bit Americanised. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. It's too much you like... You are going for the Euro Champions League it's for hilarious. the fifth time in their illustrious history. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> a soccer ball. It's, it's awful. It is so American. Apollo de Bella. I could do this for ages. I mean, I watched it about 10 minutes. That's it what it was. A, it is like that. But he is... No, I only watch it because he is so impressive, though. He is brilliant. What, the voiceover guy? No, yeah, the voiceover guy should be the next manager. More likely than Allegri, I think someone would say. Yeah. Yeah. It's the voiceover guy for that they, documentary they, or Arteta. And they don't, never, they don't win the Champions League. So it's, all, it's all about them winning the Champions League and they just don't. Well, right? indeed. Yeah, that is true. So it makes him look crap, doesn't it? <laughs> Why do you want him to be our manager? I, think he's, I just think he's got a stature, a kind of charisma. 
to him mm. and you know and and the dis- and it's more i think i just think he could do way better with this team than than Arteta to me is like I said this last week but it's like if you're going to get an ex-Arsenal player if you're going to get an ex-player whenever any team in as far as I can remember in history has got brings in an old player for their first ever managerial job at a big club for Kenny Dalglish mm, you know. yeah what Pep Guardiola yeah. and Zidane they did terribly famously no no no. Yeah, yeah. no 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 they did well but they were legends all of those people were legends at their club yeah. Zidane is one of the Fucking Arteta, who's the <laughs> mediocre twat. I know I'm being harsh. Very but nice it's man. true. Lovely man. Great, an FA Cup. great cube of hair on his head and all that. But he was so mediocre. He's not a legend. He does not come out. He will not come out. I guarantee you the respect of the players that he's barely older than that are there. And we need... Whereas mm. Vieira would, but he's a legend. But fucking Arteta was not. And I keep saying it. People go, oh, you're being really horrible with Arteta. I'm not... I'm nothing against him personally. I sat through years and years of watching him. But, but sideways uh, passing. The difference between we, being... A, a decent good player for well, Arsenal player. and what might be a manager I mean he, he, we've he, had he, better ex-players and like Tony Adams one of my absolute hero no, 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 legend like hasn't been a huge success yeah, in management so you can't argue that Tony should be there ahead of no, Mikel no of course I'm not arguing that what I'm saying is is that that is not going to work. That is no reason to hire him because he used to play for us and he's been working no, but it's not the reason for a while. It's, it's because he, he won the Premier League and we've been linked mm. with the Liverpool number two and the Man United number two and the Man City number two used to play for Arsenal. So it's, it's obviously that he has coaching pedigree and that he's very good at bringing young players through. But, but also he used to play for us so he has a connection to the club. But is he working with a brilliant, the, uh, one of the best, the best managers in the world, is that, who knows how good he is? Though? We just don't know, do you? Whereas I think, but you but know, what I'm saying, we're, we're going to get what is being referred to as a third-tier manager. We, 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 we were going to have that Liverpool number two who no one had heard of. Oh, I know, but that, he's, like gone sort of he's gone out. He's gone out. Bad guy from that was, that, that was like But a, if we're going to get a manager oh, like that, which we are, for financial <laughs> yeah. reasons, in my opinion, we yeah. might as well get the one that used to be in our midfield. Well, get Vieira then, rather than him. That's what I'm saying. Vieira, yes. Vieira, I'm happy with. And I think, I think they've got to think of who would be divisive and not who would bring the, unite the fans. I think Arteta would be incredibly divisive. Appointment. I think Vieira would be fine. I think everyone would welcome Vieira, even though... That's my only point. Well, but they're saying, yeah, they're saying if they get him, they'll have like Ancelotti as his like little man. We like, spoke about this before, didn't we, boy? Did you yeah. think that the, on the Sunday? Did you think the chance for Vieira, the Vieira chance? Do you think they're indic- yeah. Did you think they're indicative of? They indicate what, that he's always want, a legend. Or do you think he was just a nostalgic? There was no Mikel Arteta chance. There was no Mikel Arteta chance. Thank you. To be fair, there was number one is Perry Groves. I was texting him going, Perry, your song is being played, like getting a massive block 12, block 13. So I think a lot of the ex-players were getting, like Dennis Burkamp, a lot of the players were getting their songs. I don't know if it was a definite from the crowd giving their vote of confidence to Perry. I'd rather Perry than Mikel. Sorry. I know I'm being really horrible about Mikel. There's the podcast title. If I put my money on a direction, I'd go, I think they'll go head coach rather than... Rather than high-profile manager, God. I think they'd go, they'd go that route. I'm going to be so annoyed if it's not Allegri, honestly. I don't think it's really. going to be Allegri, mate. I know, I know, I know, deep down, I know. I do, I do have a tiny Quick. bit of other, yeah. other things. Oh, There's always been a lot of rumours about Jack Wilshere and his contract. Oh, yeah. I've been yeah. told it's done. Oh, good, nice. Not that it's, uh, you know, because a lot of people say it's getting closer, it's closer. Three-year deal, done. I think Wenger's parting gift. Um, I'm not sure they're going to release exactly what, what kind of money is on it. I think it certainly has gone up from originally the problem was, and it is still heavily incentivised on, on playing deals, but uh, Jack remains. So, um, yeah, maybe a bit more seeing him with the captain's armband as well. Next I'm, I'm, pro, I'm, I'm glad Jack's staying. Yeah. I'm glad Jack's staying, if, if that's true. If you believe Josh... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, I sense the same. I was a bit annoyed when he wanted more money. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't really done much. Yet, well, have you? there's a middle ground, isn't there, between like um, between Urzelon five billion pounds a year, yeah. and him on like ten pounds a so. week. I feel, I feel like there's a nice middle ground. 
That's yeah. my feeling. So you've had your last ever game in that club level seat? Yeah, tragic. Tragic, yeah. Well, we've only been moved along like one block, but still. But we're running out of time. We should, we should, we've got to predict. I mean, yeah, we've got to predict the last well, games two of the season. Games. Two away games. It's bizarre. If we ever Tom, had a more irrelevant Tom has last been complaining about the format of the podcast for seven years in which we end with the predictions. You just never know. What, how do you know what's going to happen in the future? You never know. Sammy, are we going to maintain our incredible record of not winning any games away? Not forget whole, not winning for the not whole calendar point. year. No, I think you, I think you'll win at Leicester. Oh, because um, they've been shit, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. they're down tools. I don't like the manager, do they? Yeah. And then uh, I don't know about Huddersfield, but there'll be a bit of a celebration there. But they're going to stay up, and that would be you know that would be uh, a bit of a party party atmosphere there. So they'll be up for that. Okay. I'm not sure if you'll get a result there, but certainly Leicester. Leicester certainly win. Leicester, yeah. Huddersfield Huddersfield draw. I'm sensing. Yeah. Josh, I think we will draw at Leicester one all. And then, um, I, I don't know, why are you so confident? I mean, Huddersfield are going to need something on the far, you know, could need something on that final yeah, game. Yeah. I, hope we're, I hope we send Huddersfield down. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah, I, I just, you know, I, Southampton, Swansea, yeah, be happy to, to see both of them stay ahead of, ahead of Huddersfield. So I think a 3-1 win. It, it will suit us, won't it, if Huddersfield need a result. 3-1 win. So we'll take four points. And Arsenal will leave Arsenal with a total of 64 <laughs> points. Did you see he made a comment about how brilliant the home form was? Yes. He couldn't, couldn't resist, Best could ever. he? Best ever home form. Well, I don't know about that, Arsenal. But I mean, <laughs> we've taken, what, 47? Is it 47 points? Yeah. I mean, at home out yeah. of the 57 we yeah. could have taken. Best ever. Brackets worst ever away. Yeah, um, I think away. we're going to um, draw at Leicester. And I think we're going to leave that final game for our final actual victory away from home against Huddersfield. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we're going to win that game. Mm-hmm. Tom, do you have any... Are you going to take part in the... Uh, Are you going to either game? No, no. I mean, why? <laughs> they are the <laughs> most dead games. Like, usually yeah, we've yeah, got like, yeah. to finish, even though you'd have thought... The deadest of dead rubbers. Yeah. You know, to finish fifth or yeah. to... You're really prolonging the end we, of this... We, po- we can't be seventh, <laughs> we can't be fifth. Yeah. Tom. 4-0. Like it. To Arsenal. Yeah. In both games. <laughs> Good. Could be. Well, it only leads to... Josh, this is your last book of the season. I think so. I won't be here. Um, I, I will mean, be I at Play you... With the Legends oh, event at St Mary's next Monday night. Get someone else to do that. Get someone else to do that. Come I, will, on. I will be there with um, uh, Matt Latiss and friends. No, he's not even an Arsenal player. Um, thank you so much for all of your hard work. It's been tremendous. Another year. Podcasts Five years we've been together here. Boy, the podcast will not function without you. Thanks to Sammy and Tom for being glorious guests. I'll be one, one more podcast next week. And I would like to finish with one single word. We will be back next week. Bye. <laughs> this is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. 
But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk and we're also available on all podcast platforms including iTunes, Acast and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.